shipping and storage. We move with you every step of the way. KCNS FM Colville. KCNS AM Salt Lake City. Live from the Carrier HVAC Zone Studios. This is 97.5 1280 The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. Wilson flushed. Intercepted. Picked off by Utah. Francis Bernard, the former BYU Cougar, runs it back. And in the last nine meetings now between these two, that is the eighth defensive touchdown by Utah. They'll feed Moss again. Untouched into the end zone. Zach Moss extending the lead for Utah. For BYU, the, the offense just has to stay on the field right now. That's not what you want. Julian Blackman, touchdown! A pick six for the second straight year in this Holy War. We're never going to lose it, huh? They, they so poo-poo. <laughs> y'all, can tweet, y'all can tweet that. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, the day after rivalry day. Gordon? How you doing? You you look good. I, I wondered because I don't think you, you really got a whole lot of sleep last night. No, you look I, like you're I you're do. spry. And I do. Ready to go. You do. I'm shocked. Uh, are you just being kind? No, 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 no. You, you seem you seem upbeat. You look good. Oh, wow. you even uh, banged out a couple of columns on uh, such little sleep and yeah. here ready to roll. Yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> well, lots going on. You know, I mean, we finally saw the game and. We're surprised not one bit. Not one bit. You've been bragging to me about all the predictions you got right. I was right about the whole game outside of the score. (laughs) And I was right about the point total. Slightly differently, rearranged differently. But, you know, I was just in that Wait, how are you right about the, you said 44. Yeah, what was it? 42? Well, Well, that's not 44. It's close. (laughs) It's close. Come on, throw me a biscuit over here. I I got to uh, I got to admit I I was watching the game from home, and when the weather delay hit, I just thought, oh, people are going to be grumpy in the press box. Oh well, it really doesn't matter because it was so it was late no matter what. Uh, you know, on the print side, you know they it costs money to delay those presses, and so that does cost money and whatnot. But uh, I I think the stadium pretty well emptied out. I would have left. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not going to blame one person for leaving uh, at uh, at that point. It seemed like the weather delay came at the worst possible time, right, where the game was pretty much in the books. And everybody and, knew it. And everybody the knew BYU's it. players went off the field. They knew they were t- – yeah. I mean, they knew they were overmatched. You come back out and Utah just punches in your mouth down the field. Okay, classy move by Kyle Whittingham not to score the final touchdown. Could have done that if he so desired, did not. But uh, point is proven. I mean, everything we thought about what Utah might be. Some of the particulars are a little, are a little, are we need to get into, and we will. But uh, the overall feel of what took place, yep, that was it. All right, uh, you heard Sounds of the Week coming in there. They're brought to you this hour by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save. Diamond Airport Parking. We are live today. Bullfrog Spas in Bluffdale. It's their world-famous Labor Day sale this weekend, and we'll tell you all about it. 668 West, 146 South. But basically what you do, Gordon, you jump off uh, the exit off 146 South, head west for... I don't know, a couple blocks. Yeah, not run. far at all. Just come down. Just, just roll on down the hill. Very easy. We do have jazz gear for you. Uh, we have shirts. We have hats. We have the desk ornaments that are all the rage. And, uh, of course, great deals on uh, the world's best spas right here uh, in Bluffdale, 146 South, 668 West. We will talk a lot about the rivalry game today. In fact, we're going to be pretty much buried in the rivalry game all day we'll also talk a little utah state as they get ready to take on wake forest tonight we'll get our first look at uh, at gary anderson's aggies so we'll chat about that uh, jordan pendleton is going to be on the show coming up in the four o'clock hour always so fun to talk to him we'll get uh, the perspective from the former cougar gordon you have a couple columns out but uh, one that's making some waves that we will get to i'm sure is on the list yeah yeah we'll get there we'll get there the list is is look it, it, it's byu you in Utah centric as it should be. I mean, what else would you talk about the day after the big game? Well, I don't know. You randomly asked John Beck about Andrew Luck a couple days before the big game. Yeah, but that's because he deals with quarterbacks. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that was a totally <laughs> proper question. Don't give me that crap. And he gave a good answer. He did. If you want to hear John Beck earlier in the week, you can go to 1280thezone.com and download it. Some people have asked us and wondered a little bit about Tyler Huntley's post-game comments. I don't know why members of the media laugh at that. I mean, it's just stupid. And so you, you get you get the uh, obligatory. <laughs> It's stupid. Oh, it's media laugh. It's uh, just idiotic. I mean, I, look, I don't want to necessarily preach at my brethren and sisters, but that's just, just stupid. Didn't dig the poo-poo line up. No. That was just, uh, what? Why say that? Come on. I mean, he can say whatever he wants. And it's, I guess if that's the way he feels, I, I then say it. But uh, I'm not talking so much about what he said. I'm talking about the way uh, media members, uh, or maybe there were other people in the room, Maybe they were, you know how they do that. Sometimes uh-huh. they load those post-game press conferences up with, uh, with. Uh, but I think uh, being on the road like that, probably, I don't know. Anyway, I, I think funny. he could have expressed himself a little more eloquently. It was just, it was just BS. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, that's all. Uh, yeah. You can just leave it a BS. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, there's all kinds of other things to say, but no reason well, to do let's, it. Well, let's get into the list. Let's uh, let's talk about the game. It's time. It's Friday. It's Gordon's list time here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. No, I'm telling you, I can relate to these folks. And they're always, you know, uh, anyway, I don't want to, because uh, whatever I say ends up, you know, being a drop. Yeah, but I'm not saying, I mean, you're not, I mean. Uh, I, I talked to one athlete once, and he said that it, it, he, it, two or three years after it happened, he was still feeling. Can I, I, don't, I mean, it's like having a fit. I, I just don't know how to not eat the popcorn. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm holding it. I'm hanging in there, I guess. Uh, I don't know whether it worked. I think you got to see it for a few years before you really draw that conclusion. I would like to. And I, I think I mean, there's a lot of our listeners out there who don't like cheaters either. Well, we'll see if it happens. I, 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 I don't... If you're... I, my daughter lives in Minnesota. Wow, it's time for Gordon's List, brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan, Southtown. You want to comment on this week's intro, or...? Got it. <laughs> Got it. Well done. Well said. As usual by uh, Austin. All right, Gordon, where should we start? Uh, let's start with the game last night. First of all, I want to get your first impressions and your second impressions and your third impressions as you've thought this through. What did you think of the game overall? All right, and and by the way, our staff has done a, a terrific job uh, talking about this game from Hans's post game oh, yeah. all the way through DJ and PK. They were on the air until what? Who knows? I two actually o'clock? don't know. Past two o'clock? I, I'm I don't sure know. it was past you two o'clock. You were snoozing, I'm sure. Oh yeah, well, well asleep. Uh, I did catch a little bit of it though. I caught those guys at the beginning, and and anyway, great great work. Uh, DJ and PK were great. Tony and Austin have had, had a great show today. Uh, I thought Football Fridays was was excellent as usual with uh, Hans and, and Mac and Alema, and and so I don't want to go. You know, those guys have said a lot and had a lot of opinions, and I'm trying to to think of. Uh, I I watched that game, Gordon. The, the obvious way to go is the talent gap, right? And a lot of people have talked about that. And, and I think that Utah showed that they're a more talented team than, yeah. than BYU. I, I think that that definitely happened. But I wanted to see the way that Utah played. And I thought a few interesting observations made. Um, Scotty was talking about this today, how you know Utah was really vanilla. They didn't pull out all the stops. They were able to dominate BYU without having to really get cute on either side of the ball. And I thought that was really interesting because, you know, they they didn't have to pull out. Well, like I said, they didn't have to pull out all they the stops. Don't, but, they, they, you generally don't do that. But then, you I, know, I mean, they, that's the way they play. But offensively for Utah, that's exactly why, how I want to see Utah play offense. I think that's I think that's how they're going to be the most effective this uh, year. I, I'll agree with that in the game last night. But the, the Utes are going to have to be more. They're going to have to be more dynamic, more to use uh, Whittingham's phrase, explosive on offense. Uh, I mean, the numbers for Tyler Huntley, as far as his efficiency, were, were really good. But I think they have to be better in the in the past game uh, against tougher competition. 
I, I don't think just handing the ball to Zach Moss is going to get it done. But that's the bedrock, and it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah it worked I agree like with that. A, like a dream. I agree with for that. Utah last night. It, it, well, it, that first half was not good. I think they were trying to figure out you know how the game was going to go and get their feet under them, which I also correctly predicted yesterday. By the way, that they it was were going stumbling to be, and bumbling around out yeah. there early on, and if BYU had made some dumb mistakes. Uh, they they might have found themselves in a bit of trouble, uh, but and I I'm not saying I mean Utah was going to win that game we all knew it and it played out, uh, but BYU didn't help itself early on neither did the Utes the Utes made I thought that was an interesting decision by Whittingham to go for it on that fourth and short yeah and uh, early did, yeah they didn't get it and then BYU's marching down the field and and uh, so it. Uh, but but it didn't hurt them because the, the Utes were superior. So on on BYU side of things, Gordon, Zach Wilson looked young. That that was a young player's performance. He was so mature last year. He I thought he showed his youth in that uh, game. He wasn't he, always mature last year. I think uh, I think there were times when his inexperience showed up a year ago too. Fair enough. But do you know what I'm saying for, for last night? You, you saw it last night. Some yeah. young player mistakes, mm-hmm. forcing footballs, yeah. trying to make plays when they're not there. Yeah. Um, e- even on uh, the, the situation where they had the offsides play, and he could actually take some risk, and he ended up throwing the ball out of bounds. Mm-hmm. You know, just some things, little stuff like, little that. Stuff like that. I thought yeah. we saw. I thought we saw his youth. And and maybe that's not fair cuz Utah's defense is really good and they showed that they're they're really good and they didn't even have to get cute to, cute to do it so maybe it's an unfair criticism but i thought he looked young did he get hit on that first pick six did uh, he get hit in the leg i i i I, yes. I was at, i was at the game so i could study he the did. replay over and over but uh and the second one was just forcing the football you know yep. in my opinion uh, so you know, I think it was Bradley and I who got him on the. That's it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So those are things that I mean. It's like Whittingham said after the game: if your defense scores two touchdowns like that, then you're not going to lose very many games. The defense, Utah's defense, is spectacular, as the late Stein Erickson. And to Francis say. Bernard spectacular. Francis Bernard looked really good too. For, for everybody worried about the linebacking and the, the depth might be an issue, but as far as the lead backer goes, uh, Francis Bernard's really good. Well, if you and return, he played really well, too. An interception, 58 yards for a touchdown, then you're having a good game. Yep. Um, I thought Tyson Williams looked pretty good. Uh, actually, really good at times. I wonder why they didn't give him the ball. They didn't more give frequently? him the ball more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can we can see, sit here and say they needed to run more, which I think they did. But they specifically needed to give him the ball more. Yeah, yeah. I he only had seven carries. He averaged six point four yards per carry, and BYU wasn't out of that game right. until you know where you have fumble. to pass. What, what killed him was that fumble yeah. uh, on the exchange. Uh, and so, what are you going to do with that? You fumble deep in your own territory and then touchdown, and you're down 23-6. to six. Right. You know, what, what are you going to do with that? It's a tough thing to come back from. The game was pretty much over at that point. But uh, you're, I agree with you. I think, and I heard the guys talking about this on the post game last night as I was driving home. Uh, they were saying that Tyson Williams comes from South Carolina to be a featured back. And then he touches the ball a handful of times. You know, that's he was probably wondering, hey, give me the rock. And I thought he was playing well. I mean, like I said, six point four yards per carry. Yeah. You yeah. you've 
you feed that. I mean, uh, interestingly enough, Zach Moss also averaged 6.4 yards per carry, but he had 29 carries. Yeah. That's... That's what that's what we called for last year. Yep, and uh, it's what we were calling for before the season. And even though you and I have gone back and forth on the importance of the throw, uh, the passing game, and whatnot, both of us agree that that guy should get the ball twenty five times he's, a game. He's their star. He is. He's going to make a lot of money in the NFL. He is a terrific back, and give him the ball. Let him do his thing. Uh, and, and and so that part of it was good. I just think the the Utes have to be able to be a threat on all quadrants of the field, yeah. and that's something they need to work on. I thought Utah's offensive line looked looked okay, but I couldn't decide if that's because of Utah's offensive line and they looking them looking okay, or BYU not really on the defensive front, not really forcing the issue. I, they need a pass rusher. Yeah, and that's bad. Yeah, I agree. Well, they lost Taki Taki. Yep. And they lost uh, Kafusi. So they're going to have to do something in that regard. The one defender that stood out to me last night for BYU is Zane Anderson. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more. I thought he yeah. actually had a really good game. And he, he has he has terrific potential. He got hurt last year. And so that's why he wasn't able to show what he could do. But he's, he's a fine athlete. So I guess if we were going to break it down categorically. Uh, if we start with the Utah offense, you are happy that they gave the ball to Zach Moss. And in that second half, especially, I mean, that was that was Utah football. Uh, but do you agree with me that you think uh, that I th- at least I think that uh, Tyler Huntley is going to have to show a little more savvy throwing the football and the receivers have to uh, present themselves in a way that that can be a a very useful, dependable tool for the Utes when they need it in the Pac-12 season. Let's get to that right around the corner because I've got a lot of thoughts on that. And we were going to talk to Dan and we want to give our listeners a chance to think on that. And you can weigh in, by the way. You can tweet at us at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. Feel free to leave an open mic in the open, in the Zone Sports Network app. Yeah, do that. We want to encourage our listeners to people. do that because our listeners, you guys and, 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 and gals, whoever, all of you, are really good at that, and I always enjoy it. And I think uh, the listenership as a whole would enjoy what people have to say. All right, we are live at Bullfrog Spas. We are here in Bluffdale, uh, 146 South, 668 West. Really, just jump off 515 on 146 South and come west uh, just a few blocks, and you'll you'll run right into us. The zone van is right out front, and, of course, this uh, facility, Dan, is uh, you can't really miss it. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, we're great. Thanks for uh, having us back. I, I missed everybody last week, so I was glad I got a, oh, we I had, a redo. We, we had a great time, didn't we? we? We had a good time. It was yeah. it was it was good to have Bowler here, but we missed we missed hey, you, Jake. Thanks, buddy. But yeah, hey, so nice. Bowler's the best too. You know, love Bowler. It was cool to have him here because back in the day uh, when this company started, it was actually before I was involved with the company. Uh, Craig and and uh, others did a version of this radio show on this on this station really? from our first facility uh, that. Over in Sandy, off of Ninetieth South. Oh, that's so, awesome! Yeah, it was really cool. To so have a little him here bit again. of a throwback. It was show. a throwback. I like yeah. it. I like it. Well, okay, we've been uh, I've been hearing you all over the station all week. The, this is the world famous 
Labor Day sale. It is here, and it is the time to get yourself into a spa. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is the time of year that uh, you know there's the cool weather's on the way. People are thinking about, hey, it's time to kind of finish up some of the the additions and changes we're making in our yards. This is this is the sale that everybody in Utah waits for because they know that that we pull out all the stops. We've got uh, additional factory discounts on all of our remaining inventory, plus rebates up to a thousand dollars in addition to that. So you'll get the discounts, you'll get some of the free accessories, and then and then you get an additional five hundred to a thousand dollar mail-in rebate, and it it just makes it the best the best deal of the year. And available at any of our factory stores up and down the Wasatch Front or here at the factory in in Bluffdale. We even have a, a tent uh, set up in the Provo Town Center Mall parking lot this weekend through Labor Day, where uh, we have uh, additional Bullfrog Spa models on display, and you can take a look at them there. So there's a location that's that's convenient, regardless of where you're at. There's a place close that's that can right. take advantage yep. of it. Lo- Logan, Layton, North Ogden, Salt Lake, Bluffdale, Orem, Springville, or that uh, the big yellow tent in the Provo Town Center Mall. You can also look for the big yellow tent out in front of the Bluffdale location here. We've got additional inventory under the tent there. What do you think, Gordon? Now sounds like a good time for you to add a second bullfrog to the Monson backyard. Oh, uh, oh come on now. You know? How you, about you? When one isn't just enough, Gordon. Well, maybe. I mean, I, I, Dan has been tempting me with some of these new models. Uh, maybe a trade-in. We're Dan. It's we're a, getting him there. Yeah. It's about time to trade it in. The I problem think is he, he likes he likes this Covana, yeah, the, yeah. the automatic yeah. the automatic top that runs up and down. We're gonna we're gonna get him. Oh, yet, you get right? him. Well, yeah. in, in all seriousness, it's a big part of of Gordon spending time with his family. Yeah, 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 and, and yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just having a fond memory, but I won't get into it. <laughs> oh, please don't. In fact, please don't. Uh, no, the thing is that spas are just great for individuals, for couples, for families. For everybody. For everybody. For everybody. I don't know. Do you ever let your dog jump in there? Is that not good? Uh, some people do. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand why. Hey, Fido. I don't know why. <laughs> well, Dan, thank you so much for thank having you. us. It's and great. We'll be- it, it, always great to have you guys. S- slightly uncomfortable when Gordon goes down those rabbit holes. <laughs> really but uncomfortable. But, but always great to have you here. And, uh, and, well, uh, well, Dan, the thing I really like about the cabana that goes up and down by itself, it's really easy to get the top off. Gordon. But um boom and now we're uncomfortable again. Yes. Yeah, that just happened. Uh, we'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time to talk rivalry game with Kyle Gunther. I thought it was a very Kyle Whittingham-esque win. And now nine in a row, Tyler Huntley said BYU is poo-poo afterwards. I don't know if that's the type of language that we want to start incorporating here. <laughs> this is a family atmosphere, but whether or not he thinks BYU is poo-poo, it's been nine in a row, man. And I'm not sure this Utah team, regardless of how much talent they lose, they don't look like they're primed to lose to BYU anywhere in the near future. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Summer is no time to stay inside. It's the time for a lot of sun and a whole lot of fun. And low-rate loans from America First are the perfect way to help you play. And because it's our 80th anniversary, it's also the time for 80 days of loan payment giveaways, including one $10,000 grand prize. Whether you enjoy your blue skies with the side of wheels, waves, or shocks, we've got the funds you need to rock the perfect outdoor adventure. Because with easy, low-rate summer loans from America First, here comes the fun. See AmericaFirst.com for details. Eligibility and conditions apply. Equal opportunity lender. How is this for a giant Stockton 12 Honda Opportunity? Opportunity? Yeah, it's an offer opportunity. Opportunity. Ooh, I want to try. New Honda and Enthusiast. Nudist. <laughs> anyway, here's the opportunity. Get a Honda Civic Accord or CRV for just $4, $5, or $6 a day. That is new. And a deal. It's a noodle, huh? Noodle? Nice try. Giant, I don't think you understand. This is one fantastic sale. Fantastic sale? A fail. That's the opposite of good. But I want to help. Well, describe our certified pre-owned vehicles. That's easy. They're completely used. What?
your Chevy Strong play of the game. Win great prizes from your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. It's a local band Friday. Band of the day today is Fictionist. They're from Provo. It's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. We're live today. Bullfrog Spas in Bluffdale, 146 South, 668 West. It's their Labor Day sale. Uh, sale. Now is the time to get yourself into uh, the best spa on the planet. Uh, here at Bullfrog Spas. And, of course, we have jazz gear to give away. Uh, drop by and see us. All right, Gordon, reset reset your uh, your topic here, and let's get into it. Okay, well, we're taking it bit by bit, uh, dissecting the game, and I wanted to get your thoughts on Utah's offense and whether you think the approach that we saw last night will work throughout the Pac-12 schedule or whether they'll have to become more uh, explosive. That's the word Kyle used after the game uh, in the future. Okay, to say that they won't have to be more uh, more explosive to a certain extent, uh, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, they're going to come games against defenses where the defense is really going to sell out to stop Zach Moss, and they're going to have to figure out a way to get him on their heels. So I, I agree with that in premise. But I, I think what we saw last night needs to be what Utah tries, attempts to do. I think that basically needs to be their game plan. Feed the beast. Let Zach, <laughs> let Zach Moss you know, get some steam and run teams over. I think Utah is, is, built, is built more capable of that, and I was encouraged to see Andy Ludwig do that because here's a fresh set of eyes that comes in and takes a look at the personnel and says okay this needs to be our game plan we've got this guy here I didn't recruit anybody so I don't have any bias uh, uh, whatsoever I'm going to come in and I'm going to evaluate and decide what the offense should look like based on those strengths and Zach Moss is the strength of the offense and if we want to talk about Tyler Huntley you know there's going to there's going to come some time this season probably a bunch of times where he's going to have to make a play if the Utes are going to win football games you know in 08 Gordon Utah had Matt Asiata and Darrell Mack and they ran those two ran the ball a lot but when Brian Johnson it came down to it and he really had to make a play he won games for him and Tyler Huntley's probably going to get similar opportunity, and, and he needs to, to rise to the moment. But I was not particularly impressed with Tyler Huntley last night, but he didn't need to be impressive last night. Yeah. He, they, they didn't need him to have a huge but, game. But there will be times when he will need it. Right. And I, it, I was not encouraged by what I saw from him last night. I know his efficiency was, was pretty good, but even some of those passes that were caught were behind receivers and weren't particularly terrific throws but i and i thought hans and coach mac i thought they broke this down beautifully on football friday today 
uh, Tyler Huntley does not have the patience in the in the pocket, and he chose to run it sometimes last night, Gordon, which I don't. I don't think we're good opportunities for him to run. And I, I watched his head yeah. all night long, uh-huh. and he looks at one receiver. Yeah. That's it. And I, then he's gone. And he's extremely cautious. And I think this is a, uh, a result of having a coach that preaches do not turn the ball over. And I know a lot of coaches preach that. But you've got to allow a quarterback to have some comfort zone to take some risks in order to make big plays. And if the first thought that comes to a quarterback's mind when things get a slight bit difficult is, oh, I better not throw it, I better run it, because I don't want to risk it. Now, I mean, again, that's healthy to some extent, but it's also disruptive to explosive football. can't do that. I bet if you talk to most quarterbacks, uh, they they would tell you, uh, I, I can't think that way. And Tyler Huntley looked like he was thinking that way at times last night. But to, to, to get back to what I was saying, in the first half, Jake, the Utes picked up 125 offensive yards. Okay. Zach Moss picked up half of those. Uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much, <laughs> and it got more that way in the second half, I think. I don't, well, let me look at the numbers here. Uh, let's see. Total offense, the Utes had 362 yards. And Moss had 180, 188 or something. When the, what was it, the exact number? Uh, Zach Moss, 187. Yeah, 181 net. So, yeah, that's the way it's going to go in a lot of games this year. I think they will rely on him. And, and that's smart. That's what they and, should be doing. And I was going to say, Ute fans better hope he stays healthy. But I'm telling you, the Utes have some backups who can tote the ball as well. I was excited to see the freshman, Jordan Wilmore, because we've yeah. heard a lot about him. He looked good. And I thought he did, too. Um, and, and then some other guys that are, are certainly capable of coming in and running. And then we saw the, the fly sweep a couple times, which was, uh, which was interesting. But, I mean, I had my eye on the receivers because I'm in, uh, I'll believe it when I see it mode, and mm-hmm. I got a lot of heat for for having that opinion and I didn't think it was any coincidence that Damari Simpkins led the team in rep- uh, in receptions. Why? Because he's the best receiver in the country? <laughs> he's God's gift after all. No, no because he's... Is that what he said? Yeah, it is. Uh, no, because he's Huntley's guy and Huntley's looking at one guy and then he's running and he's looking mainly at, at Simpkins. I mean, I know that Jordan... Co- or uh, uh, Jordan Covey, Britton Covey was limited a little bit. He wasn't in on every play. I think they're they're trying to be somewhat cautious with him. Well, he catch one ball, but he caught one pass. Samson Nakua, one pass. Jalen Dixon, who everybody has been talking about forever, uh, caught one pass. Solomon Enos caught one pass, and it was an unbelievable catch. It was a great catch from him. But how do I mean? Either these guys aren't getting open, or or Tyler Huntley isn't looking at them. I think it's part of what we already said. I think he's extremely cautious, and you know. So, so in other words, what the message that Kyle is sending is a is a good one. But you've got to if if you're a quarterback, you've got to be able to wing it. And I understand. Last night we saw what happens when you wing it too much, like Zach Wilson did on those pick sixes, and that is Kyle Whittingham's nightmare. That's his nightmare, and that's what he does not want to see. And I get it. And if you have a strong defense. And you have a strong run game, then 
it makes some sense, doesn't it, to just sort of be cautious. It does. Uh, well, but, but, there are, but the defensive coordinators in the Pac-12, are many of them are good enough that when they see that, they're going to do what's necessary, and they have the athletes in the stable to be able to uh, cause problems with that. And, uh, and then, obviously, on the offensive side of the ball, think of Washington State, for instance. They're going to be far more explosive than what we saw at a BYU last night. They are. And so the Utes may have to be less cautious. What happens if the Utes fall behind by 17 points in a game in the Pac-12? Well, right. And then- yeah, they're going to still, I'm not saying abandon the run. I mean, you've got to give it to your guy. But you're going to have to mix it up a little bit. So, and, and we're nitpicking a little bit. I mean, the Utes won big last night. Yeah, and they played well. It's just that the expectations for that team are so high. All right, so Utah defense. Spectacular. This group is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Can be really good. Yeah. Not fun to play against. But fun, fun to, to watch. watch. Yeah. Well, I, I thought the secondary was terrific. They obviously looked athletic. BYU, you could tell, was go. they were going away from Jalen Johnson all night long. I mean, they didn't want to have anything to do with that guy. And then Julian Blackman, safety seems to be working out mm-hmm. fine for that guy mm-hmm. uh, in the right place at the right time. Francis Bernard was terrific. Uh, I thought the... I thought the front, uh, well, I almost said front four, but it's really like seven guys who are getting there, and the seven, maybe eight. Uh, I thought they looked legit against a really good offensive line. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't think you can say enough about Utah's defense. Yeah, I, I mean, they I weren't perfect by any means, but they were really good. Kyle had some problems with the kicking game. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> That's uh... Special teams was not the... That was not the highlight of the evening <laughs> on either side. Really. Well, we laugh about that, but there's going to be a game or a series of games where that's going to be huge. And so that's got to get fixed. And I'm sure Kyle is already busy <laughs> at work on that. Well, uh, their holder couldn't hold for a left-footed kicker. That was part of the problem. Well, it is kind of weird. Yeah, but you, you, you have all camp to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, good point. You have yeah, yeah. many, many practices. Where they, and, and, Gordon, you've seen the kicker and punter practice. They're a lot of times just off Twi- kicking and punting. the ball yeah, on I mean, their finger. They should have uh, plenty yeah, but, of time to figure that but out. the pros have all these preseason games to work that stuff out. You know, Cal, they get tried it out there, and they're supposed to be uh, good from the get-go. Uh, okay, so uh, what about BYU? How would you rate what they did offensively? We, already, oh. we talked about how we thought Tyson Williams should get the ball more. Probably, I mean, Everyone's letter grade, probably a D or a C minus. I mean, BYU offensively was was certainly um, not effective. And again, I, I thought Zach, I thought Zach Wilson made some mistakes. I thought he showed his youth. They didn't give the ball to Tyson Williams nearly enough. I mean, the O line was was okay, but they were far from dominant. And we're still wondering, outside of Matt Bushman, who the playmakers are going to be. Yep. So I don't think, I mean, I don't think BYU showed well on offense at all. Where are the playmakers? How long have we been saying that? A while. How long? Since Cody Hoffman left. Uh, Matt Bushman is really good, in my opinion. Uh, so he will continue to be targeted, but defenses will know that. And so... Uh, when when defenses try to gang up on Matt Bushman and control him, then somebody needs to step up and be able to hurt defenses. And that, you know whether whether that guy or those guys will emerge, I guess, are, is still inconclusive at this point. 
Well, uh, did you think BYU's you know, defense was uh, – how would you rate that? If you ever get run over in a game, <laughs> your defense didn't play very well. Or isn't good enough. And, and let's get into your column. We'll, we'll get into your column a little bit later on in the show. And, right. and maybe, you know, they played perfectly and they're just not good enough. But if you, if you get run over in a game like BYU did, uh, I mean, you didn't play well. After the game, all those who were, came to the podium – talked about the mistakes they made the missed assignments uh you know the uh the uh, need for improvement well i will agree with the need for improvement but you can't be better than you are and i know byu did hurt itself in some ways when you're playing an opponent that's better than you are you have to play darn near perfect we'll talk about gordon's column coming up top of the four o'clock hour we'll uh, we'll kind of sink our teeth into it because I, I did i thought it was really good and i think you know, there's some things worth talking about because it's one of those, I, I don't always like this phrase, but it's kind of one of those come to Jesus columns where it's you, people need to look in the mirror and decide what, what they really are. Yeah, come to Jesus or come to Canute or come to, well, whoever, name your coach, name your philosophy, but BYU definitely has some changes to make. Live from- both both attitudinally, philosophically, and uh, as far as what it wants to accomplish. Well, save save a little something for the four o'clock hour. Will well, you? I, I mean, will, let's I not monson through that tease there. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking rivalry day, uh, rivalry game all day long today. We're live at Bullfrog Spas uh, right here in Bluffdale. Come on, uh, come and join us right off the 146 South. Uh, exit off 515 and just head west and you'll run right into us best time ever to buy a spa plus we have jazz gear for you as well we'll have more big show straight ahead 97.5 and 1280 the zone this is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. This edition of the rivalry was different. It just was. Because in the last four years, I feel like they've been one possession games because Utah played poorly and still won. And I thought, well, what happens when Utah just flexes their muscles, doesn't play poorly? They're going to soundly win one of these. 54-10 to 10 was a fluke, seven turnovers, all that. It was just an anomaly. But what happens when Utah just plays well and it's 30-12? to 12? And that's that's a good word for last night's play from Utah as well, or yeah. enough. This was not the best game Utah's ever had. Yeah. There's some problems that we perceive that could come up in the Pac-12, but well enough to get a win, and BYU was nowhere near them. Dang good game. Not perfect, dang good. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
Jazz Team Store is open Monday through Saturdays from 11 to 6 at the arena. Come check out the best and most exclusive selection of Utah Jazz gear and get ready for another exciting season of Utah Jazz basketball. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Chow! Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Back. It is the Big Show live from Bullfrog Spas. We're here on Bluffdale. Come and see us, 146 South, 668 West. Uh, we want to also remind you that we're going to be out on Monday, Gordon. Uh, September 2nd, Labor Day, we're going to be at Wasatch Front Kia for the massive mega tent sales event with over 1,000 new and used cars to choose from with rock bottom price and plenty of jazz swag to give away. I haven't been up to Wasatch Front Kia for a minute. I'm looking forward to but, going and saying hello to those good folks up there. It's been a little while, but uh, we like going up there. Yeah, Love going up north. We always get a good response. It's always fun to see our listeners, so make a, make a plan to drop by and see us. We're going to talk about Gordon's column coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, give it a read, sltrib.com. I take it you did not rewatch the the ESPN broadcast? Rewatch it? Well, I would think you recorded it. Maybe you rewatched it today. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I, saw it, I saw an eyeful the first time. And uh, Well, anyways, it is, it is interesting times to go back and review. Uh, the broadcast was rough. Was it, it was not terrific. Who was in the booth? Oh, what's his name? Um, oh, he's a Syracuse guy. I'm trying to remember his name. But anyway, the well, and you the, could name uh, 25 guys. The uh, the analyst wasn't uh, wasn't terrific either. No. They did an excruciatingly long interview with Zach Wilson's parents. Oh, did they? <laughs> it was like 20 minutes long. I'm thinking, like, what is going on on the field? Did they play it during the uh, stoppage? No, I don't think so. Well, the stoppage, and I'll make an admission on, on the air right now. I did not see minutes nine through minutes five <laughs> uh, minutes to go in the game. And here's why. Because they went to SportsCenter and Scott Van Pelt during the, the stoppage. So I'm just kind of watching SportsCenter, checking the email, you know, doing other things. I forgot to go back. No. So they, they, they didn't show it, did they? They put it on a different uh, channel. Yeah. They put it on ESPN2 uh-huh. and then didn't say anything about it. Oh, uh, well, that's on, that's on ESPN1. So I'm thinking, you know, and I, I'm thinking like, okay, this is taking longer than because I had looked at Twitter and I saw people saying, oh, 10 minutes or whatever. and. Uh-huh. I'm thinking like, wow, they're they're really not going over to anyway. Then I find the game and I missed, you know, four minutes of gameplay or whatever it was, and it was like, well, that's terrific. And as I'm recording the other channel, it's not <laughs> like I can go back and and rewind. So yeah. maybe they said something and I just missed it, but uh, that, that was frustrating. All right, well, but uh, boy, I caught a riveting interview with Justin Herbert. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank goodness I didn't miss that. Uh, but anyway, I, of all of all the things in that game, what was the most revealing to you? What piece of information? Well, we didn't have a north end zone moment, if that's what you're. Oh, <laughs> that speak joke. for yourself. No, no that, that most that, revealing. That's not what I meant. No, okay. Most most revealing. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Jake is now stroking his chin as though he's hatching novels in his mind. Honestly, the most revealing, and I talked about this earlier, and I don't mean to, uh, how did Carmelone put it, beat a dead horse to death or whatever. <laughs> uh, but I think Zach Wilson's youth showing itself was very was very revealing to me. Because huh. we can all get caught up in our own minds about, oh, he's going to take the next step and what that means and, and the expectations really build. And not that they're not deserved by any means, but that was a reminder that he still has a lot to learn. He's, he's, still, he's still got a ways to go. Well, as long as BYU plays teams that have better athletes than it does, then... That is going to be an issue. Now, through the passing game, through great quarterbacks of the past, they've been able to get by on a wing and a prayer. But uh, I don't know if that's going to continue moving forward. You had a a good line in your column. We'll get to that uh, coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. But we are live from Bullfrog Spots. We're right here in Bluffdale. Come see us. We have jazz gear for you. Uh, But Dan joins us uh, once again. And, Dan, it's the the big-time Labor Day sale. Now is the time. The prices are the best. Yep, now is the time. Uh, we're, We're here at all of our factory store locations today. Tomorrow, Saturday, and then the sale ends on Monday, Labor Day. So now now through that period of time is the best time of the year, really, to buy a bullfrog spot. It's the time that, uh, you know, people wait for the sale. They know that uh, come Labor Day, that we're going to take deeper discounts than we normally do. There's going to be some extra factory rebates. And, uh, you know, we're, we're building a new factory location out in Harriman. We're really excited to see this business continue to grow. And uh, as we're starting to think about moving our manufacturing there at the beginning of the year next year, we're, we're looking in every corner of these warehouses and making sure that we're reducing inventory. So scratch and dent <laughs> models, last year's models, display models, the remaining 2019 models, it really we want to this – is, this is the sale where we want to make sure that we're reducing that inventory and we're ready for that factory move. Now, Dan, I love my spa, my bullfrog spa, but I come out here and I look and am I am I am I cheating on my my spa because there's a whole lot of nice ones here and maybe I should be dedicated to my spa at home. You're you're allowed to look, just don't touch. <laughs> See, I like that. I'm not kidding you, man. How about buy? <laughs> I, I love these things, man. Look at that one. I mean, that one especially is a thing of beauty, yeah. but they all are. Yeah, that's our that's our A9L. That's the that's the new model this year. It's really become our flagship. It's a it's a nine foot spa, seats up to to ten people. It's the biggest spa we've ever manufactured, and and from a style standpoint, uh, these hot tubs are getting more and more attractive all the time. Yeah. It's one of the parts of the business that that I. I work in and spend a lot of time in is our product development. It's really fun to to see the progression of, of this product and this this product category. It's not this isn't the old round wooden hot tub. That, no, no uh, quality yeah, stuff. This man. is this these are these are beautiful beautiful machines that provide a great uh, therapy experience and and like we've talked about many times, Gordon, a great family gathering experience. And that's that's the thing that we've learned about this business that really we love is that these become the centerpiece for for immediate and extended family to gather and spend time together and in today's world we need 
we need things like yep. that in our lives. Here, here. No so. doubt. All right, come down, pick one up for your family. 146 South, uh, really just off that exit, head west. You're going to run right into us, but uh, at all the locations up and down the Wasatch Front, sale going on this weekend. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. All right, we'll get into Gordon's column coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. It's a football <laughs> Friday. Ron McBride and Alema Harrington. So we're playing Cal Berkeley. I mean, we're just kicking their, their butt. Right there you now. go. Good. Good. <laughs> good, good check swing. That was well, good. Well, yeah, I cleaned up my language. <laughs> yeah, nobody believes that, Coach, but good job. <laughs> so then they said, okay, Ronnie Veal, you're up. Okay. Yeah. Goes in and throws a pick, right? Oh, <laughs> Hey, Lloyd, you got to dump that. Take that, dump that. <laughs> Wait, you I'd, rather, I'd rather you say the first word than that one. You just made this declaration to, you, to the radio world. You sound like Scotty describing what's on our table. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, you yeah. go. a pick. Yeah, yeah very okay. much better. Right. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Calling all weekend warriors. Do you struggle with unexplained leg pain and slower recoveries after your workout? These could be symptoms of vein disease. Well, here's some good news. Saturday, September 7th, IPC is holding a free vein screening for active men and women, including an ultrasound exam and consultation with a board-certified physician. If you can feel better and look better, what are you waiting for? Sometimes the answer is simply to put a sock on it. We see athletes on TV wearing long, often colored socks. These are more than a fashion statement. Compression stockings are designed to help blood flow better to the heart, improving cardiovascular and muscular performance, helping endurance and recovery time, and they help symptoms of vein disease. Leg health is important for any athlete, even weekend warriors. September 7th will be an amazing event with free food, music, and vendors like Runner's Corner. Everyone who comes gets a free gift. Sponsored by Provo Beach. Don't delay. Space is limited. Reserve online at ivain.com or call 801-379-6700. IVC. Life starts when the pain stops. Don't forget, the Larry H. Miller 1000 used car sales event is going on now, and it will be unforgettable. Deals as low as 40 down, 129 a month on thousands of used vehicles at Newgate Mall in Ogden, Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy, Provo Town Center in Provo, and our newest location, the Maverick Center in West Valley. We'll have lenders on site and free hot dogs and creamies for everyone. Mark your calendar, set your Alexa. This is a sales event worth remembering. Online at LHMauto.com. Driven by you. $40 down on stock, M8, 445A, OEC, payment plus tax, title license, and $299 dealer documentation, fee, CD. For details. How about a new Bullfrog Spa for just $99 a month, OAC? Hi. 